Josh Wise with us now, NFL expert. Uh, week eight of the uh, NFL season. I tell you, Taylor Swift might need to be invited to every Kansas City Chiefs game because Travis Kelsey doesn't play as well when Taylor Swift's not there. And the, the Chiefs lost to the Broncos yesterday, 24 to 9. Our man is Josh White to chat all things NFL, and he'll try and make sense of that ridiculous statistic. Hello to you, Josh. Hello, how are we? How do you make sense of all of that? It was a stat that popped up yesterday that they're undefeated when T-Swift's in the building, and when she's not there, they're 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, I think it's, it's a little bit harsh on Kansas <laughs> City because they generally win more than they lose anyway. So in a vacuum, Taylor Swift's going to attend more games that they win than than they lose. But I think I mentioned last week that Kelsey averages over about 125 yards a game with Taylor Swift in the building. And uh, she wasn't there yesterday and he only had uh, Hmm. six catches for 58 yards. So I think that's probably a a more concerning split um, in what's going to hurt Kelsey, if if you believe that that number, uh, is she goes overseas on her uh, ears tour overseas. So um, he's going to have to do things uh, solo. But, you know, the Chiefs kind of do this every, every year. They play two or three games a year where they just really are flat and uh, Patrick Mahomes apparently is sick and, and had the flu. That's, that's mm. no excuse. I'm sure he won't make the, the excuse, but um, that's probably a reason for uh, one of the worst performances probably of his career uh, in that game. Well, it's a significant result, isn't it? Early on in the season, a game that they were expected to win and, and have uh, gone down to the Broncos, but for Denver, that's a, a crucial win in their season. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, with a lot of a lot of teams in the AFC uh, kind of getting off to some slow starts. The, the window's a little bit open for Denver uh, with with that uh, with that win, especially an une- unexpected win. And um, you know the teams like the Chargers are also three and four, and uh, you know the Jets having Aaron Rodgers go down, and uh, we've also got you know the Steelers, Browns, and Bengals only one win ahead of them now. So there's there's definitely some um, chances for any of those teams that are kind of one or two wins behind to go on a run in the late at the back end of the season. So it opens them up, and, and, and for the Chiefs, it, it kind of means that the, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins of the world are now back in play for uh, that coveted number one seed and that first round buy in the playoffs. So, yeah, a bit of a crucial loss uh, for the Chiefs, but uh, I'm sure they'll bounce back. Um, the 49ers, three weeks ago, they were five and zip, I think it was, and Brock Purdy was uh, a king. Um Things change, and they change pretty quickly. <laughs> There's a bit of questioning about him and, and maybe their defence. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. that the, the, the conversation on Brock Purdy is really extreme. It, it's like when they're rolling, it's, he's the MVP. Is you know He's unbelievable. And then when they're losing, it's should he be benched? He's not very good. Uh, and I think it's just the latter. He's still a very young quarterback in his career, and he's going to have hurdles. And, and you know, he was all but ruled out in this game with a concussion and, and magically passed uh, some tests. Everything went right for him to align to play. So um, whether that hindered him a little bit, I'm not sure. He did throw 365 yards, so he still still put up numbers and, and put up fights. But I think the overwhelming takeaway is probably the defense of uh, the Cincinnati Bengals uh, holding this 49ers team to 17 points. And um, I think the, yeah, the big takeaway is the Bengals are now... A, a kind of a sleeping giant in the ASC now Now that it looks like Joe Burrow's healthy because that was the best game he's played all season. And when Joe Burrow's healthy and firing, I think he's the closest quarterback to Patrick Mahomes in the league in terms of can just take over a game and, and dominate. And uh, I think that's a bit of a scary prospect in the ASC if uh, Joe Burrow's just starting to get warmed up and they, they managed to, to win three games while he was struggling. So 
Um, I think the Bengals are poised to go on a bit of a run. Josh, one of our favourite teams to follow is the Cleveland Browns. Uh, their hearts were broken by the Seahawks, who came home late and won that 24-20, to and an important win for the Seahawks. One of those teams was going to be 5-2, and two, and it's the Seahawks who, who really give their season a shot in the arm. Yeah, definitely. The Seahawks kind of lost a, a crucial game a couple of weeks ago in, in the, the last uh, second, so they, they kind of evened that out a little bit with a with a gritty win here, and they led 14-0, and, and the Browns did really well to get back in this game and, and get in the lead, but a crucial crucial uh, turnover from P.J. Walker uh, just on the two-minute warning there. I'm not sure why they didn't run the ball at third and three. They, they pick up one or two more first downs, and this game's over, but uh, they decided to, to be aggressive and, and throw the ball, which I don't normally like, uh, which, I'm sorry, I don't normally dislike, but you know when you've got your backup quarterback and you actually ran the ball uh, quite well yesterday, I think that's probably the the safer choice. Uh, you know, if you have a Patrick Mahomes or, or a Josh Allen or a Jalen Hurts, then yeah, sure, throw the ball if you if you want. But, uh, you know, PJ Walker is a backup quarterback. So um, the Seahawks are now kind of knocking on the door for the, for the uh, 49ers who have uh, lost three in a row and, and Seahawks are, uh, have the better record. So there's a chance for the Seahawks to, to, to win that division if, if the 49ers slide continues. Minnesota Vikings um, won the last three, so they're sort of back into the playoff scene. But uh, a big loss were Kirk Cousins. Looks like he might be out for the rest of the season. And, yeah, they'll be looking for another quarterback, maybe. Yeah, there's there's some rumblings this morning that uh, they'll be in the trade market. The trade deadline is in, in two days. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it was a brutal day for quarterbacks yesterday. I think five... Five starters are knocked out in that game, and, and Kirk Cousins is obviously the most serious, the torn Achilles. That's the first game he's going to miss through injury in his entire career. He missed one game previously with a positive COVID test, and that was it. So he's been a bit of an Iron Man quarterback in his career, and I thought he's playing really good football. That the, the Vikings kind of overachieved last year, and everyone wanted them to to regress back, and they lost some close games early on this season when everyone thought that's more the Vikings that we know. But I think that they fought really well, and they're actually and you look at their their schedule for the next five weeks, they could they could have you know gone on a bit of a run there and, and, and stuck into the playoffs. I don't think they would have chased the Lions down in the division, but um, there's a chance they could have you know snuck in the wild card, and they still can. And um, there's there's some murmurs that Josh Dobbs, the uh, Arizona quarterback, is is being uh, rested next week for a Clayton tune, which makes me think that uh, Josh Dobbs might be uh, be traded to to the Vikings and, and be his be their new starter for the for the remainder of the season because. In the NFC, you know they're not going to win the Super Bowl, the Vikings. But you know, if you still want to, you know, please your fans and, and get people in the building, um, having a, a competent quarterback um, who can who can make plays and win you games, and, and Josh Dobbs can do that in, in a vacuum over the course of the back end of the season. Um, they'll get Justin Jefferson back as well, so um, there's every chance that the, the Vikings can still sneak into that sort of sixth or seventh uh, wild card spot. Josh Wise with us to look at week eight of the NFL season. Still one game to come that we'll finish uh, the chat by looking at very shortly. Uh, all New York affair. The Jets beat the Giants in overtime. Low scoring game. Is this a reflection of the struggles of football in New York? The Jets won though in the end, thirteen to ten. Yeah, if you're if you're a fan of punting, uh, definitely check this one out on replay. Twenty four punts uh, in this game. Uh, the Giants actually finished with negative nine passing yards. So um, a real Real game for the purists that, that love NFL, that love football. Um, sometimes I, I find there is beautiful in the ugliness sometimes. So um, if you do enjoy those type of games, uh, check it out. But the Giants had a 99.9% win probability 
uh, with about 30-something seconds left, and they decided to uh, kick a field goal, miss the field goal, and open the door for the Jets to make some plays. And a couple of pass interference calls later, they, they kick the game-tying field goal with one second left um, and then go on to win um, in overtime. It was... Uh, uh, the fact that the Jets have a winning record despite all that's happened this season is pretty pretty staggering. But, yeah, you, you can't really take away much from this game. It was pretty brutal. Uh, the Giants are down to their third-string quarterback. And, yeah, it's just it's a bit of a, a season to forget for the for the Giants, unfortunately. And uh, and for the Jets, but in, in a kind of different way. Like, it's unforgettable just because of the Aaron Rodgers injury. But um, what could have been is always going to be... Uh, the question with the Jets if uh, if Aaron Rodgers was healthy and, and still playing in the state. Um, Josh, it's, it's amazing how things can change so quickly. You know, for opportunities of uh, players, I'm, I'm talking about the the Tennessee Titans. They had a, a rookie that came in as a quarterback because of the injury to their uncle, and he, he, I think he threw four touchdowns, which is more than the other blokes got in every other game. It, it's funny how things can change so quickly. It is. It's, it's, it's a weird. It's a weird thing. Like the NFL, this happens all the time. Like teams will be on a roll, and then they just they're just suddenly not good anymore. And then a player can just get the perfect opportunity. And I mean, if he if he's not doing this at training, like I don't understand why he hasn't started earlier in the season, given how bad Ryan Tannehill or underwhelming Ryan Tannehill has been. But Will Levis is an absolute shot in the arm to this Tennessee Titans team, and uh, yeah, he's the third quarterback to ever throw four touchdowns in there debut in the NFL, so the last one was Marcus Mariota, uh, funnily enough, um, for the Titans, so uh, it's it's pretty pretty surreal, and um, I think it's it's one game is a tiny sample size, so we'll have to wait and see, but um, I think the signs are there, and, and we knew he had a great arm in college, it was just more his pocket presence and awareness and, and how quickly he could read the plays, but he seemed to, to pick it up pretty quickly, so I think, yeah, much needed shot in the arm, and you know, we talked about the Broncos being, you know, not completely out of it at three and five, and I, I definitely think the Titans at three and four. If, if Will Levis continues to play like he did after the Titans, because he gave DeAndre Hopkins uh, a much-needed uh, energy boost too, because he's kind of been a bit uh, just running through the motions with the Titans the last few weeks, and uh, to have a real quarterback, he went nuts and, and you know had 128 yards and three touchdowns. So um, yeah, good for the Titans and. Um, for the Falcons, it's back to the drawing board with, with their quarterback situation as well. Jesse Ritter um, was, was benched, but the latest said he had a concussion. So we'll have to see where they go with their QB, but he's probably not the answer long-term for them as well. Josh, to finish, the uh, Detroit Lions play the Las Vegas Raiders in the uh, Monday night football encounter to finish uh, week eight of the NFL. Lions would go in favourites, wouldn't they? Yeah, the Lions are about a touchdown favourite in this game. Uh, they've got they've got a few injuries. They're missing the star running back David Montgomery, but uh, yeah, they're, they're still firing on all cylinders despite uh, you know an embarrassing loss at the hand of the Ravens last week. But the Ravens are uh, by all statistical measures uh, the, the best team in the NFL right now in terms of what they're producing on a per play basis. So to go from the Lions to the Raiders uh, and they're back at home and and not in London, uh, not. On the road, sorry. So I think the Lions should win this game, but the Raiders have kind of been a gritty team where they've been in, in close games all year. So I do think that they could uh, could keep things interesting for a little while, but I just think the pedigree of the Lions and their ability to bounce back uh, with this coaching staff, they'll take a lot away from that loss. And, and Dan Campbell's a guy that never gives up, uh, uh, you know, week in, week out, and he's that, he's that type of coach. So I do think uh, we'll see a much, much stronger showing from the Lions than, than what we saw last week. So... Uh, yeah, I think the Lions uh, 
win by six or seven. Fingers crossed for a good game to finish uh, week eight. Certainly a, a week with some interesting permutations that we've discussed with Josh Y here on Sports Breakfast this morning. Josh, have a great week and uh, looking forward to week nine. Yeah, definitely. Uh, have a good Halloween and yeah, Thanksgiving uh, next week for the NFL season. So it's come around very, very quickly. It certainly has. Yeah, already a couple of months in and uh, almost at the halfway point. So a lot of permutations to these results that we're talking about with Josh Y on Sports Breakfast. Thanks to Josh, as always, our NFL expert, for breaking down the week's action.